Who are you? Who, huh? who, what the who, fuck who, are you? What recording engineer? Who right? the fuck are you? Who are you, Mr. Jingle Genius? <laughs> who the fuck are you? What the fuck are you? <laughs> huh? Just a man looking at his podcast partner, <laughs> wanting him to talk to him. I <laughs> <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> it's so sad. Why is that sad? It's very sad. Why? Just, just <laughs> why won't he talk to me? <laughs> just sad. <laughs> I, everything you do runs through a bit of a sad filter. Really? I feel like. Oh, that that is sad then. You don't think you're perceived that way? As sad? I mean, I know you plaster on that fake howdy doody smile <laughs> at everyone, but it's like inside I know you're struggling. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> I try to keep an even keel. You know what I mean? Is that what you try to do? I do try to do that. You do? Yeah. Are you on an even keel now? I think so. Even now? Even now. All right. Uh-huh. Even Steven. With a little caffeine mixed in. You need the caffeine. You've often said. Yeah. It's your funny juice. That's true. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like creative juice and it's like... Uh, and it's you choose... Char- I it's charm juice. It you makes like, me charming. You like an amphetamine. I, I mean... I guess if caffeine is an amphetamine, sure I guess I could say yeah, yes. Absolutely. 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 <laughs> and how did, you, how did you come by your caffeine on this day? Iced tea. Iced tea. Which is usually how like I get it, Like a store-bought Wawa sugary iced that kind tea? Of thing. Like, yeah, yeah, sugary for sure. Yeah, that yeah. boy. I got the sugar and Atta the boy. amphetamine. So really, you're just looking for the sugar rush. And the caffeine rush. Yeah. You know, one, one, then the other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way it works. That's right. Yeah. They're, they work in tandem. Yeah. They're teammates. They are. Right? They are. I like them. Sugar's around yeah. the perimeter. That's right. Caffeine's down low doing the dirty work. That's right. Right? Banging dump and it, scrapping. Dump it down the caffeine. Because sugar gets tired really quick. 300 pounds in all night banging. That's right. Down low. Sugar doesn't have the stamina. No. The caffeine does. Well, n- no, that's true. But n- nor the strength either. That's so, true. You know what I mean? Yep. It's out there running around on the perimeter. <laughs> little sugar. Little Steph Curry sugar. <laughs> out there running around. That's right. Little sweet Steph Curry. That's right. Yeah. Every once in a while, drops a three bomb on you. And you're like, oh, yeah, felt that routinely from 37 feet. This asshole, right? What's happening? Why? Stop it! <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> no one knows what to do with it. Yeah, it's. I crazy. don't know what to do with it. It's crazy. I can't even process it as good anymore. <laughs> I'm just like, that's just what he does, I guess. That's <laughs> and he's not the only one. Yeah, but he's one of few that can do it routinely and yeah. at the, that level. That's true. Lillard is close behind. Close, him, catching yeah, up. Close and, and Harden, he don't care either. He'll that's true. James is right there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, and for I sure. can only imagine this is going to continue. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Bill. Okay. How would you feel about another line? being worth four points see i you know i love that you do love that i do i don't i didn't know if i knew that yeah i thought you would yeah but i don't know if we talked about it before i think we did you go full four point shot oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) totally you would do it today if you could i I would give me the starting with the western conference finals (laughs) four point shot give me a can of paint you'll go out there and start painting them on 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 the court right now okay and uh the other thing I like, I, the one I wanted to do is always to put another basket above the basket. So, like, there's another rim, like, no, 15 I, feet I up. I, I know I you don't like this. By this. But, <laughs> so, you can shoot at that one. You get extra points for shooting at the high one. Yeah, yeah. And then if it goes through both, it's like a it's like a 2X. Yeah. You know, it's like a multiplier. Uh, yeah. Uh, MTV's uh, Rock and Jock Basketball Challenge had <laughs> a second hoop. <laughs> At a higher, like a 25-foot hoop. Leave it to MTV to well, know how to improve the yeah, world. 20 years ago they did this, buddy. <laughs> You're an innovation. That's right. 
<laughs> you're in overwrought recycling of ideas. That's what you're in. Okay. There's no innovation anymore. Oh. Everything's a carbon copy of some other bullshit. That, that's that's not on not completely untrue right? for sure. Yeah. yeah. Take this podcast for example. Which podcast is that? It's the damn it. <laughs> I hate this. It's Glengarry Glen Ross Infinite. The Glengarry Glen Ross Infinite Podcast. Your source for overwrought, overused, not innovative ideas. A better way to get through life. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Just don't even worry about new ideas. Don't worry. Just about use it. someone else's. That's right. <laughs> use someone else's and talk about it. Yeah. It's like borrowing a neighbor's lawnmower. And not giving it back? Correct. Did you have this issue when you were... Do you remember? when You ha- you live in a house now. I could ask I you now if you have this issue. I don't have do that issue. Do you have borrow, neighborinos borrowing anything from you ever? I don't think so. No, I never... It doesn't happen anymore, I don't think. I think no, that's people a are very... old time. I'll have thing. Amazon just bring me one. Exactly. <laughs> or I, I, you know, I have people for that. You know, oh, yeah? For, well, where you live, maybe. For my lawn care. Yeah, no. Me and Wayne, we're still... Doing your own. We, I mean, we, I, you know, we, we borrow stuff back and forth. Bike pumps, so forth. Weed whacker? Not no weeds. No you know, city living. Oh, <laughs> right. There's no weeds in the city. I mean, not not in a row home, no. buddy. <laughs> not enough that you have there's, to whack. There's no lawn. <laughs> there's no greenery. Right. Yeah, I follow you. Yeah, it's, it's a non-whack area. But you have a little yard. You have like a little like side. I yard squat thing. in a side empty lot yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you don't maintain it really. I do. Oh, okay. But I don't need a whacker. <laughs> and neither does Wayne. That's my point. <laughs> We're whackerless. I understand. You do? I, I think do so. you have a whacker? <laughs> no, I don't. You I have don't. people. I have people you who have come a service. And whack me off. Right. <laughs> yeah. Great. Great. Thanks for doing that, buddy. <laughs> I, just, I had to. It was sitting there it, waiting no, to be You didn't have to. I, <laughs> this has been my point all along. <laughs> you bring whacking in, you wave it under my nose, <laughs> and then you take it away. No. Uh-huh. I have to I had to have this it. whacking's for you, but you don't get it. <laughs> That's what I'd like. I'd like to take it back so <laughs> that you, you could would. not use the whacking. I know you would. Yeah. yeah the prehemium no. whacking? <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's gold. <laughs> and you don't get them. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, here we are. Here we are. At episode. We are. We are. We can vote now, buddy. This can podcast can vote. Oh, yeah. We'll be old enough to vote. Right? That's right. Meaning that this is the 18th in a series of Infin- infinite. Infinite. Yeah. Dear God, what have we done? <laughs> I never really saw it like that before. But yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, Jesus. Oh, apologies in advance. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Science, math, and geology. And other stuff is numerology. Numerology. P-dupes. P-dupes. We, nobody did the P-dupes. I can't believe no one did the I, P-dupes. My throat was full of vodka P-dupes. Forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it in my head. No one here did the pre dupes, but I'm sure people out in the world were doing the pre. I mean, now it's sweeping the nation. It, re- it yeah. really is. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a phenomenon. All right. Apologies all around. We'll get back on the pre dupes. We sure will. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Eighteen is the natural number following seventeen and preceding nineteen. Of course. Right. Yeah. I mean, I. I hate that I've locked myself in this corner where I have to say that, and I hate saying. But why do you feel like you have to? Because it because it's it's on brand now. <laughs> you know. But I mean, you, you know, know, it's like Ellen or little dancing. Like she doesn't like doing that anymore, but she's got to do it. Like I just fucking trot this act out here again. You know what I mean? Nobody likes it. If she stopped doing it, people just people change like, the channel. What the hell? Yeah, they wouldn't watch anymore. That's right. I see. You see what I'm saying? I guess. 
and people need to know what the natural number following and precedings are. <laughs> it's just, it's become integral. Yeah, I mean. To lives, I'm sure buddy. people are up late at night. I can't take it away from them now. That's a good point. All right, moving on. Anything else you want to take from the people? Uh, Jesus. No. Why you got to be like that? <laughs> 18 is a composite number. It's divisors being 1, 2, 3, 6, and 9. Yeah. Three of these divisors, 3, 6, and 9, add up to 18. That's fun. Hence, 18 is a semi-perfect number. Well, semi-perfect. Right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's how I think of myself. Semi-perfect? Semi-perfect. Yeah. yeah. It's perfect. Eh, a little perfect. I'm adjacent yeah, right. to perfect. <laughs> 18 is the first inverted square prime of the form PQ squared. Of course. And in base 10, it is a harsh head number. Harsh head. Harsh head. (laughs) I always think Steve Martin should be saying harsh head. Harsh head. (laughs) Farley, 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 farley. It is an abundant number as the sum of its proper divisors is greater than itself. Some of its proper divisors. One, two, three, six, and nine. Is 19. 19. No, it's 21. 21. That's right. Okay. Why Why <laughs> would you try to do the math if you knew you couldn't do it? I thought I had why it. Why would you take I, a stab at it? I thought I had it. I thought I had it. But in but it's an abundant number because the sum of its proper divisors is greater than itself, and you just landed on itself. Uh, oh, well, you went one I, more. I, you went yeah, one high. You went 19. I forgot about two because I remembered three, six, and nine equals 18. Oh, yeah. And I thought one and then more would be 19. And I forgot about to two. To get you to 21. Right. Blackjack. <laughs> right? <laughs> no. No. Why not? 21. Yeah, but that's the Take, fun of the game. We just start raking to, it in. Just to be like, hit me. Hit nah, me. No, no. The fun of the game is when you reach into the middle of the table and you <laughs> wink at somebody as you're pulling their money away from them. And you just give them a little like, how you doing, pal? And then I Not get as out. good as you were a minute ago. Then <laughs> I get out my water pistol and I threaten you, you with got, it. You got a water pistol? Uh, yeah. You're quoting something. Yeah, I'm House of Games. Really great. Ricky oh, J. right. I forgot Take about out the water yeah, pistol. You know, yeah. We lost him. We did. We lost him too, too soon. soon. <laughs> I mean, probably not according to his heart. <laughs> his heart was probably like, what the hell took you so long? I've been fucking pumping my ass off down here. 20 years. <laughs> oh, Ricky. Poor Ricky J's heart. Yeah. <laughs> He had a big heart, though. Big <laughs> like enlarged? Thing. You yeah. mean like it was like unhealthily <laughs> en- large? Engorged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That seems right, because you can't get the... If you can't get it out, it's just going to build up in there. Yeah, you get... You know, uh, you can't pump it out because all the arteries are... Ironic that he threw cards at watermelon, but probably didn't eat much watermelon. <laughs> Ironic. Well, you wonder what Don't he did think? with all that watermelon with cards in it. Hey, he gave it to someone, probably. I hope so. He sure like, wasn't eating it. Homeless people would get a watermelon you would with hope, cards right? in it. would hope, right? Yeah, something <laughs> like that. You know, and then they could keep the cards for later to entertain as themselves. Yeah, and as memento. And, and if there were three cards in it, they could start a Monty game right there in the corner. That's right. He could sign the watermelon for them. Really? Yours very truly, Ricky J. Very truly. Yeah. Interesting. Uh-huh. Truly isn't enough? Nope. No, I strenuously object. <laughs> Good. Very truly. I see. Is that how it works? Very truly? <laughs> it's the difference between paper watermelon <laughs> and trial watermelon. Kevin Pollock, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, guess what we have to do? Oh, no. Who would they play? Who would they play? P-dupes. Oh, there you go. I tried to get one in there. Yeah, yeah.
Now, I'm surprised and I'm a little worried that we have cast Kevin Pollock before. There's no way. No? Okay. You you saw you saw the cast list. You saw my cast. You saw the corrals. I did? Kevin Pollock was I? never in a corral. Okay, good. I sent you the corrals. When? Before we did the big draft thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, Remember? yeah. Remember? Yeah. There was no Kevin Pollock. But not in the recent. And the shame on corrals. us because we talked about Kevin Pollock. Uh, we did. I want to say far too often. This is why I'm worried that we cast him. <laughs> yeah, before. but we, I don't think there were many actors that back in the early days, especially when you were like not into the game at all and couldn't <laughs> see it for the beauty and fun that it is. <laughs> We would just talk about actors and then not cast. Them. Yes. So I think true. that might have been okay. Kevin Pollock's Kevin. fate. Got it. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I, I mean, I really like Kevin Pollock. Kevin Pollock's really fantastic. Started out as a comedian. His podcast is great. Oh, if does you he like, have a podcast? If you like chat. Are you kidding me? No. He's I mean, one, one of the early guys. If you oh. like chat shows, I don't know. I mean, it's like a, it's a chat show. Sure. You know, he does it like an old school chat show. It's, yeah. And it's real fun and real good. With like celebrities and whatnot? With, yeah, celebs and friends, you know, gotcha. uh, interesting folks interesting. all around. Um, yeah, good stuff. Give it a listen. It's called the Kevin Pollock Chat Show. Okay. <laughs> Aptly named. It's very good. Sam Levine is his, uh, you know, Sam Levine? The no, actor? I don't know oh, Sam, Sam Levine. Levine is actor. his little sidekick. It's good. Okay. Good little chat show. Um, and I love him. I would call yeah. him a master impressionist. He's yeah. hilarious. Started out as a comedian. Yeah, for sure. But doing impressions the, right. all the while yep. as part of the act. Yep. Uh, and, then, and I think he, ha- he heavily leans on his impressions, which I would too if I could do them as well as he could. You're pretty close. No, they're, that guy is incredible. Yeah, right? he's, he's super good. He's really great. Yeah. Um, um, I'm trying to remember what the first thing I saw him in. He was in... God, what was he like, Fern Gully or one of those early? He was like a, he played a little elf in a thing. I remember that, right? You remember that? I would imagine he was in like some crappy comedies, like early in his I career. I don't know. I, I don't know. That. Yeah, I mean, Usual Suspects, obviously. Is yeah, right, that's right, what I think. Right? The, that's the first thing I think. The of. first real deal role for him. Yeah. But he was in stuff before that. And it was interesting because it was like a it was a departure for him because it was like a dramatic role and he was like a tough guy you know right. it was kind of right. A, right 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 definitely and he's a small dude he's not like a big imposing guy no. but he was one of the tougher of the usual suspects in that movie right so it was an interesting role for him and in- that <laughs> indeed it was yeah and that it, that was where i first really took notice of him as an actor was in, in usual suspects. in usual yeah well yeah i mean i definitely he was in like the whole nine yards and stuff i remember some things uh, a few good men, obviously. Obviously, right? yeah, he's great in that. Um, yeah, and he's and he's done a whole hell, a whole heap and helping of shit. This guy. Oh, there's the whole nine yards. Sure, see, sure. right, right, yep. with yep. the great yep. Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Willow, not Fern Gully. Willow. Oh, he was in was Willow. He was in, yeah, he was. He, I'm telling you. Wow. That was like '88. So yeah, that would yeah, have been yeah, really yeah. early. Yeah. Wow. So what we have here is a versatile guy. Right. Yep. You could put him all over this cast. He'd be fine anywhere. Yep. He could do a Dave Moss. That's what I like. <laughs> that's I like where you, that's Moss. where you're headed. That's where I was headed. See, that was Moss. all. That was right from the gut. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. I didn't think about it for one second. Yeah. The name I went with with Dave Moss. But he's like that wise cracky. You know, he's kind of snappy, wise cracky. I mean, you can he'd see be him good. Off the handle, he'd be good. Kind of thing. He'd be good. Yeah. I could also see him pulling off a Williamson though. I, I could think too. He'd be really good as a Williamson. He would. He can do like an eyebrow raise, like a single eyebrow. Yeah, it'd be re- it could be real smarmy. Yeah, very you know, smarmy. When he wants to be. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. Right? For sure. He's good in a hat. <laughs> Not that that matters. <laughs> Nobody wears a hat. I like him as a moss because he, he's a little guy and it gives him like a... Um, Wait, Shelly wears a hat. Sorry. <laughs> I'm still on the hat thing. Anyone could wear a hat. <laughs> no, but in Glengarry, one guy wears a hat. Does anybody wear a hat? <laughs> Stop it. What? It was worth my time. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I was thinking, is there a hat in Glengarry? Is there? And there is one hat. Shelly wears that. Shelly wears a rain hat. That, yeah, yeah, the floppy. Yeah. Old school, old man rain hat. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. London so fog. My rain apologies. Hat. <laughs> but no one else wears a hat. No, George doesn't wear. A hat. No other hats. Are George found. doesn't wear a hat. There's That's no other hats. I'm telling you. You would think George would wear one because he's bald. Well, protect his head from the sun. And I mean, whatnot. you're not wearing a hat. Well, not now. I'm you're, indoors. You're as, you're as bald as, as I am as Aaron. Yeah, but I'm sure. indoors. I, I, you know, he went out at night and in the rain, so he didn't really need one. <laughs> you remember how drippy his face was? <laughs> he didn't have no hat on. No. He sure did. <laughs> he didn't even ever dab. Didn't no. even once do a dab. No, he just let it. <laughs> just let, let it, it let soak <laughs> in. Just let it hydrate that's himself. How stoically sad he was. <laughs> just just let the water fall. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> What do I care? I'm like a duck. <laughs> it just rolls off, you know? It's just it's part of my skin, you know? I just, it doesn't sink in enough. Eventually, the oils in my skin will repel this water. <laughs> it's fine. Patience. Patience. <laughs> I love it. So we got, I think the two to choose from are, you got Williamson. And Moss. You got Moss. Yeah. I like the Moss because it gives him like a, a Napoleon syndrome because he's like a short guy. Oh, perfed. And, you know. Perfed? Perfect. <laughs> it's got holes. You punching holes in my theory. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. I love it. I love that. Yeah, that's that puts me over the top. <laughs> Screw you, and so thus I get the car. No, that right. That puts me over the top. Yeah, you, yeah. You tip the scales with that one. Okay, good. He's a little Napoleonic moss. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love it. Okay, I good. love it too. All right, great. Welcome, Kevin. Kevin Pollock. We didn't even get to Argon. Before we got to Kevin Pollock, well, how great is that? Let's get to it now. Yeah, the atomic number eighteen, atomic number for argon. Argon is cool. <laughs> like in Lord <laughs> of the you, Rings, telethon Lord of the Rings, man, he that's, like takes over. He leads the guys. He leads Aragon. The... Oh. oh, and let right. me tell you something. I was just thinking about this. <laughs> that guy, that actor who yeah. played Aragon, Viggo Mortensen. Viggo Mortensen, he took some of the cheesiest, fucking most bullshit lines ever written. <laughs> And made them feel real and majestic. He's a good actor. As you rewatch those, that that's some corny ass fucking dialogue, man. <laughs> it really is. I have to say, I'm not a fan of those movies. I'm not either. But as you rewatch them, like I do with movies I don't often like. I can't watch them anymore. That's fair. That's totally fair. But he, I feel like he really, like he wrestled that shit roll up from nothing. Yeah. And gave it some real gravitas. Yeah, I agree with you. You Absolutely. do? Yeah. yeah. All right, Vigo. Oh! <laughs> Oh, <laughs> guess what we got to do? <laughs> Who would they play? Who would they play? Rick and Jay, Tina Fey, Marvin Gaye, and F.M. Bray. Who would they play? Who would they play? Roger Moore, Shonda Moore, Pauly Shore, Tupac Gore. Who would they play? Who would they play? Who would they play? Now, another really versatile actor. I mean, you look at the stuff that this guy has done you can't, in his career. I can't argue with you. I can't argue with you. It is pretty impressive he's like a he's a chameleon almost you know the way he sort of transforms himself for a role and i you know one of the things about him playing aragon to me like when when it first came out that he was going to be aragon i was like oh no no he's he's poorly cast this is not going to work at all you know what i mean like to okay. me he was too you like, didn't see it low-key quiet yeah. skinny you know i i, w- I wanted a he's big, a bit of a mumblecore guy yeah, yeah for sure i wanted a big powerful strong aragon for sure gonna lead these guys but he made it work he I mean, found he was it fantastic. he found it in him yeah exactly he i thought he was the best thing in that that whole franchise you may not be wrong I, about I, that. i really believe yeah. that um, there's a lot of stuff that's not so good about it <laughs> in, my, in my not so humble opinion 
<laughs> I will give you all the money in my pocket, which is not. It's, not, it's nothing to shake a stick at. Is this the action section? This of is, the, yeah, yeah, we, we got some action. We got a little action in here, right? <laughs> if you could name three of his top four known four movies. Okay. I will, I, I'll do my best. Okay. All right. Um, three. You got to get three of the four whew. for all the money in my pocket. Okay. Well, I'll go with Lord of the Rings. Okay. Uh, that's one. That is one. I will go with Green Book. No, it might be a little too new to have. It's, uh, I hear it what you're saying. It list. might be. It didn't make the list. Then. Okay, so you get one more, eh, eh, and uh, you're done. Uh, you know, one more, buddy. Okay. Um, oh my gosh, uh, um, a, a most violent year. Is that what it was called? Uh, a great movie, not on the list. Uh, okay. I'm sorry all to right. say, Zumbo keeps the money <laughs> in this round of all the money in my pocket. <laughs> what are the other three? There, uh, Eastern Promises Whoa. is one. Did you ever see that no. one? It's good. He's like a Russian mobster. I was thinking of the one where he rides the horse across the desert. Is that one of them? The, Remember mm. that? There was one where he rides a horse across the desert. I don't know. I You might be thinking of uh, the Cormac McCarthy adapted script. No, The Road. The Road. No, I'm not thinking of that. Or if you're from Philly, The Road. The ra- <laughs> <laughs> Do you see The Road? I did see The Road. <laughs> it's good, right? It's pretty good. I yeah. mean, as adapted novels go, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's, it is pretty good. And then a movie I've never seen called Captain Fantastic. Oh, okay. Um, so that was like a direct-to-video kind of a deal that's been floating around Netflix and Amazon for years. Yeah. But I've never seen it. I thought between Eastern Promises and Captain Fantastic, I was a lock to keep my money. Because yeah. there's no way you're pulling <laughs> no, that. Right? You were, you were <laughs> right, right on. Right, right. You knew me all too well. So where do we... Keep, where do we what are you thinking? Could do a Blake. Could do a great Blake. He could do probably, a great Blake. Right? Yeah. Could yeah. see that. I could see that. Wow, he's, so he's got a he's got a mix of handsome in him that's tough to get around in this, <laughs> yeah. In, in casting this film because none of these guys should be handsome. He he's almost I I'm thinking of a link actually because he's like the a consummate a actor kind of Jimmy Link. I'm sorry, I could not. No, you don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying he couldn't pull it off, but man, they'd have to. We really have to ugly him up. No one believes of Vigo Mortensen's walking around whipped by Ginny. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Well, that, with how that about, jawline? What about Ricky Roma? Roma. I could see him doing a Roma. I could see him doing a Roma. Right? Just taking charge of that thing. Take it just yeah. Yeah. In a, in an Aragoni way. Exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. All right. I'm not a usually accustomed to casting Romas I here, know. but let's go Roma. Let's do it. Fantastic. I love it. I love it. Another great, another great casting choice. How about that? Where were we? Aragon. <laughs> Argon. <laughs> uh, produced industrial, industrially by the fractional distillation of liquid air. Oh, sure. I think that's phenomenal. Uh, yeah. I don't right? know. Liquid air. Fractional distillation of liquid air. What's liquid air? Mist? <laughs> like, what is that? What does that mean? Look, man, if you don't know what liquid air is, I can't. <laughs> what am I here to hold your hand through all it is? <laughs> you got to come with some kind of foundation of knowledge, pal. <laughs> can, where can I get some? Because it's, it sounds really light to drink. Air. <laughs> like when I'm thirsty and I just want something light to yeah. quench my thirst. Liquid G- air. Gatorades. Liquid air. <laughs> That's right. It is air that has been cooled to a very low temperature so that it has condensed into a pale blue mobile liquid. I want, I want some. I, I'm sorry. I just <laughs> want to have some in my house. I'm not saying it. I don't think it'd be great to drink, buddy. No, but I just want some in my house just to have. Just like, to like roll just it to be around. Like, this is my jar of roll liquid air. 
this is my Chewbacca stuffed animal. You know, that kind of thing. Oh, nice. You know, showing yeah. people around, that kind of thing. Sure. These are my kidney stones. You know, that kind of thing. Oh, you keep those on display? I don't, I don't have those. No. I have my dad's. You have them. I, <laughs> Trust me. Trust me, you have them. They're just, just not, not out for display yet. <laughs> well, stay tuned. <laughs> Now, as a welder, as someone who welds, I'm not a welder. I am someone who happens to weld occasionally. Gotcha. Uh, I go to get argon gas because that's how, that's what makes a good welding arc. Oh. The argon. So it's mostly used in inert gases in welding. That's cool. A lot of lot of argon stuff going on. Nice. Yeah. Uh, it's the third most abundant gas in the Earth's atmosphere at 0.934%. Huh. Third most abundant. Huh. Yeah. It is more than twice as abundant as water vapor itself, 23 times as abundant as carbon dioxide, and more than 500 times as abundant as neon. How about that? Your personal favorite. That's right. Neon. <laughs> oh, that's that, right. That's right. <laughs> uh, it is the most abundant noble gas in the Earth's crust. So noble. It's noble, right? It's, it's always totally doing noble. good deeds. That's and right. <laughs> acting all nice that's to right. people. <laughs> Uh, group 18 on the periodic table is called the noble gases, so it finds itself in group 18. It is also a noble gas at the atomic number 18. Yeah. That's fun, right? Well, they like to, you know, group themselves by nobility. You got your noble <laughs> gases here. You got your other gases over there. Here's what there. I know about nobles. They don't like mixing with other kinds of things. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right? That's right. You got your yeah. peasant gases way down That's, there, you got down your the hill. Gas. Yeah. We got the noble gases some... at the top of the hill That's where right. they belong. That's right. That's you know, right. got a good view, whatever. That's right. Yeah. Mountain view. Eight units. Eight units? 18 units. <laughs> 18 Mountain units. view. <laughs> I love that line. Eight units. Mountain, Mountain view. view. <laughs> so good. Uh, into religion and literature, the Hebrew, Hebrew, the Hebrew word for life is chai. 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 Like, <laughs> the Hebrew word for life is chai. Like chai latte? Which has an... <laughs> chai I mean, latte? that is the association we make in this Starbucks culture. Isn't it? <laughs> that is. We, none of us gave a shit why they called it chai. No. Apparently, that's why. Huh. Yeah. All right. Right? I like it. Life tea. Life tea. That's fun. Yeah. Get yourself some. <laughs> it has a numerical value of 18. The word chai, for whatever reason. Oh, well, in, that's what they do, right? In the Hebrew The thing. Hebrews, There's yeah. lots of number There's values number for number values for words. Stuff. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Hebrew, 18. Uh, chai. Chai. Get some. Yeah. <laughs> soy, please. Soy chai. That's right. So I want a soy life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd <laughs> yeah. be nice. Yeah. Consequently, the custom has arisen in Jewish circles to give donations and monetary gifts in the multiples of 18 as an expression of blessings for long life. Huh. How do you how do you like that? I like that. You it's do? Fun. It's a lot of math. Here's eighteen dollars. Right. <laughs> for life. Or is it like, here's a twenty. Could you give me two dollars? Could I get back, two back, please? <laughs> <laughs> I want you to have a long life. I'm gonna need two dollars back. Okay, you understand. It's it's business. We're businessmen. We're just transacting business. Yeah, that's right. That's all. And you get a long life out of the deal, so <laughs> right. boom. Everybody wins. Seems worth it for two dollars, right. right? I mean that's what I'm saying. Buddy, this seems a little racist, so Uh-oh. I'm going to move on. Oh, <laughs> please do. In Judaism, in the Talmud, Rabbi Yehuda ben Tieme gives the age of 18 as the appropriate age to get married. Yeah. So according to Yehuda, <laughs> Yehuda, Yehuda, <laughs> uh, Yehuda. <laughs> Every time it's going to get me. 
So, uh, contrary to what Yehuda says, I say 18, no. For marriage? Yeah. I mean, when was this arrived at? It's hard to say, but if we're talking Talmud? Long time ago. You know, wading through these Talmudy waters. Right. It, that goes back a ways. Yeah. Yeah. BC, probably. 18, when you only lived to 35, is that your point? Is that what you're getting at? Uh, yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Okay. that's exactly right. All right, yeah. I get it. I get yeah. it. Still, though. Yeah, nowadays it seems ridiculous. Today's day and age, right? I'd say it's never a good year to get married. <laughs> Just any age you are, that's not the right year. Is what I would recommend. Uh, in ancient Roman customs, the number eighteen can symbolize a blood relative. Oh, and I'm not sure what that means, but if like you know, that's my eighteen right there. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? It sounds like hip hop culture, kind of. You know what I mean? Yo, man, that's my 18, bro. They pull from the ancient Romans right. constantly. <laughs> the hip hop culture. Yeah. They're always ancient Romaning things. That's right. It's true. Uh, Joseph Heller's novel Catch 22 was originally named Catch 18. Is that right? How crazy is that? What? Okay. Because of the Hebrew meaning of the number. Ah. It was amended to the published title to avoid confusion with another war novel called Mila 18. Huh. How do you like them apples? How about that? Right? And the, and the so title, the phrase would have been completely different all these years. That's right. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is crazy. That's amazing. There's a new version. It's a real of that. catch eighteen. <laughs> There's a new version of that movie coming out. Catch twenty two. Catch twenty two, with uh, I believe it's George Clooney and an all star cast oh, of folks. I'd watch that. Should be fun. I'd watch yeah. that. Yeah. I'm not excited about it, but I'll watch it. The old one's pretty good, too. John Lennon is in it, among other people. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I read that book. I wasn't a huge fan. I oh, have no? to admit. No, I didn't love it. Huh. Did you love it? I've never read it. Did I'll, you like the admit. movie, though? Um, sure I've never it seen it. Close enough. <laughs> ah, fantastic. <laughs> Fuck you. I've seen bits Fuck of you, it. Fuck you, Catch-22. I want to like it. What like, I I've, say? Read, I've read pieces of the novel, yeah. like scenes, and I'm like, this is brilliant. This is so good. Oh, you think it's brilliant? Sat- uh, the satire. I love the satire. And then you never went in. You I never went all thing. in. I haven't gone all no, in yet. Not. It's on my list. That away, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> there are 18 chapters in the Bhagavad Gita, ah. um, which is contained in the Mahabharata, which right. has 18 books. Uh, how about that? Yeah. 18 all over this. It is all over. Everywhere. Uh, the Kurukshetra War, which the epic depicts is between 18 armies. I guess that's contained within this book as well. Uh-huh. The war itself lasted for 18 days. Ah. 18 armies. 18 days. 18 days. It's everywhere. We need an army a day. <laughs> well, how many days you got? 18. Well, then that's how many armies we need. <laughs> Don't question me. We're going to wipe one out every day. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to go through a bunch of armies. Yeah. Uh, in, other Hindu, an, in another Hindu epic, the Ramayana, the war between Rama and demons also lasted 18 days. Huh. Yeah. How about that? How do you like that? It seems like a reasonable time for a war. 18 days. 18 like, days. We have an 18-day war. We call it off at that point. Whoever, you know, whoever's still standing is the winner. Yeah. Right? Tell that what is it good for guy that it's only 18 days. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you can spare what are you 18 about? days. I mean... What is it go for? Absolutely nothing. Well, but it's only eighteen days. That's right. Like, <laughs> right? But, but if we if we did that, like if if it was a timed event and it was over in eighteen days or whatever, right, right, couldn't couldn't we solve problems that way? Like, okay, we've wasted eighteen days. Now look at how stupid we look because now we're just just a bunch of dead people. Let's figure out our problems together. So basically, you're putting a shot clock on wars. Exactly. Like you get eighteen days, motherfuckers. Work it out or don't. That's right. But at the end of this. 
everyone's going to stop warring. That's right. I mean, I'm sure I'm all for that because it would mean shorter wars. Right. That's my which point. Which is all I ever wanted. That's right. But what about no war? Like, if you can yeah. institute an 18-day war, you can institute a zero-day war. I'm, I'm in favor of that, too. Right? Yeah. I mean, honestly. Absolutely. But you're saying, like, let them get in there and kill a yeah, couple of if thousand. they have to do couple it. couple of thousand If they have to do down. it, let's limit it. You know what I mean? Let, so let's it's... keep it contained. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like, what are you, just going on forever? <laughs> You can't go on forever. Just stop Just <laughs> after a while. You know, get it out of your system and then have it done. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Is what I'm saying. Well, yeah, all right. Okay. I mean, if we if we can limit it at all, I'm 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 for it. Me too. Yeah. Uh, moving on to ages. In most countries, 18 is the age of majority. Let's see how Bill feels about that this week. I remember. You got you know what it is. I do. My man. <laughs> uh, it's also the voting age. Sure. Yeah. Those two are not the same thing. So They're not? Well, one, one is one like is about legal, legal adult. Legal. Yeah, right, yeah, right, In 11 states of the United States, 18 is the age of sexual consent. That makes sense. Only 11. Yeah, that doesn't make <laughs> sense. Does, which means... <laughs> 39 states. A lot states. of them are younger. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. bet a few are older, too, but... You think? I would imagine. Hmm. But I know some of them are younger. Sure. <laughs> Here we go. What? We got to get out of the teens. We, we always wind up somewhere creepy. <laughs> and I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, I mean, you know. Stop it. <laughs> I can. I know what you're about to do, and I don't want you to do it. I'm not doing anything. Okay. I'm just sitting here quietly. <laughs> just quietly sitting. That's all. Uh, it is also the age of sexual consent under U.S. federal law. So, oh, right. Okay. So, if it's a federal issue, 18 That's is the cutoff. Yeah. But how does that work? Like... If if there was some sort of statutory rape, does the state government get the first crack at like conviction, and then when does at what point does it become a federal crime? Maybe it's federal, like if it's a governmental rape of some kind, some kind of a military <laughs> rape, or some kind of oh maybe. government job rape. You yeah, know what okay, I'm saying? maybe. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Well, I don't know why you were laughing at military rape. <laughs> it happens, buddy. It does happen. <laughs> You're right. I shouldn't laugh. It's no laughing matter. I was thinking of it not as an actual military (laughs) rape, but sort of as a metaphorical, the rape of our society by military. By the military. Sure. That happens too. Yeah. Sure. Military industrial complex, that whole thing. But yeah, like if you work in upper upper echelons of government and there's some kind of consent issue and it's an age thing, interns, so forth. Right. That could be a federal issue. Yeah. I can can see that being convicted. Yeah. I roll. Interns, so forth. (laughs) Yeah, it's a, there's a lot of nasty in that so forth. <laughs> that, that so forth is gross. <laughs> it's drippy. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Uh, in addition, Pennsylvania has a corruption of minors law that makes it the de facto age of consent there. De facto. De facto. <laughs> Del Monte. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is also the case in some jurisdictions outside the United States, including Canada. All right. How do you like them apples? Good. All right. Good, eh? Moving on. Moving on. Got a grab bag of 18ery here, buddy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Enjoy the 18ery. <laughs> uh, in, in 2005, a movie came out directed by Richard Bell starring Brendan Fletcher and Alan Cumming. It was called 18. Huh. You know anything about that movie? No, I don't know a thing about it. Me either. Okay. Uh, 18 is the title of a 2002 album by electronic uber pretentious artist Moby. <laughs> Moby, Moby, sure. Yeah. Everybody. Uh, the number of chapters into which James Joyce's epic novel Ulysses is divided. Oh, yeah. Have you ever read Ulysses? 
I have read, I have made attempts to yeah. read it through. It's thick. It's I a probably thick have book. gotten through most of it in various efforts yeah. throughout the years, but it's, it's a tough one to sit down and read cover yeah. to cover. It really yeah. is. It really is. Um, Just a guy getting across town. <laughs> That's really all it is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is that for sure. I mean, yeah. yeah, you could distill most things down to that, though, yeah. right? A lot, yeah, yeah. yeah sure, sure. Uh, Russ Wheeler's car in the film Days of Thunder is the 18 car. Days of Thunder. How do you feel about Days of Thunder? Is that the one with Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise, Bobby Duvall. Never saw it. Bobby D, buddy. <laughs> How is there a Duvall movie out there you haven't seen? Why would you let that happen? Oh, I'm sure there's lots of Duvall why? movies why? I haven't seen. Why? Well, uh, Genius. Well, uh, yeah, I love Bobby Duvall. Do you? Sure, I do. Do you? <laughs> Because it doesn't seem like you do. No, I do. Eh. Trust me. <laughs> you gotta trust me. Why on have this. you not seen the length and breadth of his? Uh, no, I had no filmography. Interest, no interest in Days of Thunder. What are you talking I about? I had no interest in Days of Thunder. All right, not interested. Cold Tom, Trickle. To, who? Cold Trickle is the character name. Tom Cruise's character name. Cold Trickle. Cold Trickle. Again, no interest. <laughs> 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 my interest is waning even further it's better than the edge it's a better movie than the edge i'm out on a limb on this i know is this was it not directed by ronnie howard too you know it might have been i think it was it might have been uh paramount pictures produced by john simpson jerry Bruckheimer, tony scott film oh tony, tony scott, scott my bad yeah. sorry yeah come on randy quaid carrie elways <laughs> michael rooker the great michael rooker I just had no interest. I, in Days I clearly, of None. I mean, clearly zero. Well, I mean, get get at me, Days of Thunder, folks. <laughs> That's right. I'm a big fan. <laughs> I'm a tricklehead from way back. I'm a cold trickle. <laughs> <laughs> That's like somebody turned on the faucet and forgot to turn it <laughs> off. There's a there's a cold trickle going on in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, my thinking of it is grosser than that. Oh, okay. But yeah, you know, yeah. I go trickle. I go a certain way. <laughs> and I, and that's just one. It's a word that does that to me. I don't know why. I hear you. The number of heels on most common type North American tractor trailer trucks. Sure. Which are often called. 18 wheelers. Thank you very much. There's uh, a song. Did you ever hear the song 18 wheels on a big rig? I have not. It's a fun song. By Is this it? a group called Trout Fishing in America. Trout Fishing in America. They're a duo, and they have this fun song called 18 Wheels Shout on a Big Rig. Shout out to TFIA. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's a very cute song. Is it? Check it out. Yeah. I don't think I will. Okay. I think I'll pass on that. No interest? I think I'll Days of Thunder that. <laughs> <laughs> no interest on that. Okay. Uh, 18, DVD 18 is a double-sided, double-layered DVD format. Ooh. Yeah, right? Flip that thing over. Double-sided, double-layered. I oh know. Why are we all using these? I don't know. Because they got to put a label on one side, probably. Maybe. Right? Yeah. And it's a DVD. I mean, come on. There's a famous Canon error message that's E18. Huh. I have never I don't use Canon products, so I don't know what that is, but I don't either. What are you gonna do, you know? Well. Uh in Chinese mythos, hell has eighteen levels. Oh. Right? Okay. We just we knocked that down to seven. That's right. For our purposes. Seven circles. We only need seven. And we circleized them. A. A. <laughs> A. We only need seven of those. But the idea of eighteen yeah. makes it seem like, you know, like if you're at the very top, I guess, level. It may not be that bad. You know, I mean, if you're down at 18 at the very bottom level, that's you're saying with, serious with hell. more levels, the earlier levels are not as bad. It's not as extreme. Exactly. You see but what that's I'm what I'm saying. Like, you could combine levels one through three. Like, they're basically all <laughs> minimum security prisons, right? Like, it's just, 
Like, yeah, we can. Yeah. yeah, you can watch the fight tonight. We'll pay per view that for but you. But I like it because, like, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. You want level and one. I may, I may wind up somewhere not so good. So if I'm at level one hell, I'm doing, I'm, I might be able to survive eternity up there. Buddy, I know you. Uh-huh. You're, you're, you don't have to worry about any levels of hell. Really? Yeah. Oh, thanks. I mean, what have you done? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> you're purgatory for life. <laughs> you're right in the middle. <laughs> You, you do you do no bad, but you do no good. <laughs> That's you know. Gotcha. It's the, okay. What's the measure of a man? Okay. The good against his bad. You have neither. You are a zero sum. <laughs> so it's just pinochle. So you don't have to work. Pinochle for eternity. Hey I mean. man, could be worse. Yeah, That's right. True. You could find in... yourself on the seventeenth or eighteenth level. That's right. All right. That's a bad level, as I understand it. <laughs> Those are pretty bad, <laughs> yeah. I would think. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in Chinese folklore, the Shaolin Temple had. A group of 18 bronze monks. Ooh. Bronze monks. Were they actual monks that they bronzed? Boy, you hope not. I hope not. But, you know, given how Chinese folklore can sometimes be. You never know. You never know. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Initiates could only be considered full graduates of Shaolin martial arts if they could defeat them in combat. Oh. So they were like, they they would come to live? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. This sounds like a movie. Seems like it could, probably was. Yeah. It probably was one of those. It might be a movie, yeah. Yeah. Bronze Monks. Right? (laughs) Two. Bronze Monks, two. If I knew more about. Return of the Bronze Monks. Martial arts movies, I bet that's, it's probably called back a bunch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um I don't see any. I, I debate whether. Okay. In neo-Nazi circles, 18 is the numerical sign for Adolf Hitler because um, one stands for A and eight stands for H. And oh. That's A-H. And they can all suck enormous dicks. That's right. Enormous black dicks. In 1990, Megadeth released Hangar 18 as a single from Rust in Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Do you love Rust in Peace? I do. Do you like love Megadeth? <laughs> you don't love Megadeth. I, I've never. Have really you ever heard Megadeth? I think I have. You have, but I don't. I've never really been into like death metal and that kind of stuff. The great I mean? Dave Mustaine <laughs> is that right? Lead singer and former of Megadeth. I do love Outcast of Metallica. Oh, went on to go ahead and make his own little with Megadeth effort. <laughs> See what I love about all of those things yeah. is that the extreme nature they take everything. It's not just death. Like they could have been like you know. Our band is going to be called Death. Yeah. No, it's called Mega Death. No, it's man. like no more. <laughs> no, it's not just death. It's not. That's right. That's what I love about. It. I love how it's like you're not you thinking know, big enough. Man. All these bands go to eleven on everything. Well, that's you know, the that's culture. Yeah, that's yeah. the culture. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, long hair, long name, everything. We need it all. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Rust in peace. It's great. It's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, I'm 18. Alice Cooper's first top ten single from the '71 album. Love it to death. Huh. <laughs> How about that? I'm 18. I'm 18. There it is. That's it. I'll do what I want, I imagine, is the effort there. I'm right? going to love it to death. I'm going to love it to death. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, and I know this is your favorite numerology moment. In English speech, commonly confused with the number 80, <laughs> as they sound similar when spoken. 80, 18. Although it's funny, we we pronounce the T harder in eighteen than we usually do in eighty. Eighteen. We don't say eighteen. No. No. We say eighteen. Wait, that's we right. Say we do. 80. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't sound like at all. No. <laughs> Suck a dick, Pedia. Sick of you. We should start a new website. Suck a dickpedia. Just suck a dickpedia. Suck a dickpedia. <laughs> I like it. Suck a dickpedia. I like it too. Yeah. And Hey-o. then we could people could go on and contribute things. 
that they think needs to go Wikipedia and suck a dick. got wrong. Yeah, or just in general, just in just life. Just anything. Things that should suck a dick. So like Marcy? Yeah. People could just go and like, just I think Marcy on. should suck a dick. Marcy put her picture, <laughs> phone number, you know, all the information that we might need that's pertinent about her and why she should suck a dick. And, you know, post it on up there. And yeah. everyone can contribute. It'll be great. Suck a dickopedia. That's suck a dickopedia. Suck a dickopedia.com. <laughs> I don't hate it. That is copyright 2019 I'm Matthew Zumbo. That's right. That's right. Well, and you? No, I don't want no, any part of this. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm out here on a suck a dickopedia island by myself? Hey, man, it was your idea. I had nothing to do with Wait it. Wait a minute. I'm, I'm Marcy. I, I'm sorry, Marcy. You I I you said address and phone number or whatever, you a social security number, whatever you said. You did that. Not me. Somebody check the tape. Troy? And What's up, what's up now? Uh, you how you how are you? you I'm all right. How are you, Troy? All right. All right. Doing are you good still today? mad at me? Feeling good? Well, I mean, who could ever not be mad at you is really the question, isn't it? You don't check tape do you like listen back to things to see well it's not really my purview is it <laughs> no, i didn't think it was okay <laughs> no. never mind then thank right. you all right well well later well, have a good day Go have a pint okay bye bye is james troy again yeah God, <laughs> he was just damn here. it I know. <laughs> every week i know it's weird God he's still mad at i don't me even too. pass him in the hall and it's like boy ships in the night he's still he's still <laughs> still mad at me still sore at you yeah i don't well give him some time he really holds a grudge he'll come around okay he'll come around <laughs> in association football or soccer to yeah. you and me. The 18 is a slang term for uh, the number of the oh. penalty area. Oh, you sure. The 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's 18 yards from the. That's right. The 18 yard line, right? right? Yeah. Penalty area. I it's that it. box where the you 18. get the kick if, you, if there's a thing that goes down in that box. Exactly. Don't let it happen outside that box and carry into the box, though. No. Well, that gets confusing. <laughs> Some people don't like that at all. No, they don't. They get up in arms about that kind of That's shit. That's absolutely right. Yeah. That's absolutely right. In Australian rules football, except AFL Women's League, each team has 18 players on the field during play. Oh. How about that? That's cool. Yeah. Do you like Australian rules football? I mean, No. No, no. I mean, I don't not like it. I don't. I don't have an. I don't. It's like you. I'm like zero sum on it. I don't have an opinion either way. It does oh, no okay. good. It does no bad. I find it fun. Like every once in a while, if if it pops up on the TV, I'm like, oh, this is cool. You know, just to see those guys running around and kicking the ball and stuff. It's kind of free form and crazy. And it's it not, does feel that way. Yeah, it's not sure. all like rugby where they're all scrumming the whole time and stuff. It's more yeah. wide open and running around and that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's, some it's of those scrums, they go on way too long. That's what I'm saying Like you. you could go get a drink and come back and they'd still be scrumming. <laughs> I know. What are you doing under so there? uncomfortable. What are you doing under there? <laughs> That's the why question. are y'all locked in? Yeah, why do they have to do that? <laughs> Just somebody figure it out. Like, I want someone to take the lead yeah. and figure out what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, we need a de-scrumming situation. <laughs> right? What are you doing? We do, yeah. okay, if we can put 18-day limit on war, yeah, we, we can, can put a, a time, limit on, a time limit on scrubbing. I mean, is this how we solve our problems? No. We all just jump no. on each other and try to grab a ball? And just kind of mash around yeah, in I the mean, same weird area for right. a few minutes? No, it's just... Trying to grab at a ball? It doesn't make any sense. And I hear there's some more than one ball getting grabbed at in those scrums, you know, if you know what I'm saying. I do. Right? Sadly, I Eyes do get know what poked. you're saying. Yeah. Eyes get thumbed. This is why I prefer the Australian. Nostrils get yanked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fingers and mouths that you don't know who they are or where they were previously. Ugh. Oh, no, oh. I'm really uncomfortable. Oh, it's so oh. scrummy. Ugh. I hate it. This is why I prefer the Australian rules football. It's more wide open and fun. That's right. They don't have as much scrumming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, please, where are we at? There are 18 holes 
on a regulation golf course. Uh, yeah. yeah, there are. Also on a miniature golf course. Oh, yeah, I guess that's regulation. true. Is there a regulation <laughs> and, mini golf and course? And the 18th one is the clown mouth. You know what I mean? Where you get a free game if you get it in the oh, clown's mouth. Yeah, clown yeah. mouth. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> that's good. That's golf. Yeah. That's the kind of golf I enjoy. That's what's happening in those scrums. <laughs> you got guys aiming for clown mouth. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Well, you do get a free game. I mean, so. That's true. You know, I mean, that, you're getting that, something out you of it. You get something out of it. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Are you you fancy yourself a good mini golf player, don't you? No, I'm really bad at it, but I oh, enjoy it. It's fun. That's uh, I would but I'm I would guess the it. other way. Really? I would have guessed that you thought like, yeah, I'm like I got this. No. Not good. Not good. Uh-uh. Huh. I don't know. It's it's, you know, I mean one of the things that uh the trends I've seen in miniature golf that I don't like yeah. is it's gone away from like what I think of as miniature golf, which is the you know, statues of, you know, the, the windmills and the gorilla statues Absolutely. and the clown mouth. And well, all what that is it now? Crazy kooky stuff. It's like what I call, quote unquote, adventure golf. What? Where it's just like hills and there are obstacles, but it's all built into like this rock face thing and there are waterfalls and you know, sure, that kind of stuff. Sure. You've seen these places. I have now that you mention it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I think kids today think of as miniature golf and not like what you and I grew up with down the shore, yeah. which is these crazy, you know, sometimes they were themed miniature yeah. golf yeah, courses. Yeah, yeah. You have Alice in Wonderland theme or you right. could have whatever. Right. And they D- were really Dilapidated fun. and rusty. Yes. Carpet getting pulled up. That's right. Right. Now you're talking. Right. Yeah. Those, Kid, a lot kids of, shooting BBs at the... <laughs> yeah. Paint chipping off of the windmill yeah, and that kind of right. thing. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your ball gets stuck inside the windmill. You got to yeah, fish yeah, it out yeah. with your own club. You yeah. know, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Love that. Yeah. There's this weird smell of Jimmy's spilt beer all over the green, you fake know. Fake humping the clown mouth. <laughs> Wait, right? Now we're back to rugby. How did that happen? <laughs> now, you know that kid Jimmy's always fucking around. He's got a, he's got a real, like, it's, someday it's going to come back to haunt him, but he, like, you know, like he pretends to fuck the clown mouth. No good. Does he get a free game for that? I mean, <laughs> if he gets it in one try, for sure. That's right. That's a hole in one, buddy. Yeah. Uh, speaking of stuff you shouldn't be doing with your dick, Peyton Manning <laughs> wore number 18. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Archie. <laughs> now we got to suffer through these fucking commercials. That was crazy when that came out about him showing his dick to tape tape ladies. What? I didn't like, know anything about Oh, you about didn't that. hear about this? No. They really, those Mannings can sweep some shit under the carpet. Oh, God. Yeah, when he was at, what was he, Tennessee? Is that where he played? Tennessee, Tennessee that's Tennessee right, college, volunteer. yeah. yeah. Uh, he, was, he was always, like, uh, exposing himself to the, the young female uh, medical students who Good were like... Lord. Yeah, a lot of that going on. <laughs> boys will be boys, buddy. Oh, please. <laughs> I'm so over Peyton Manning. Well, it's, not even, it's not even funny. He was just trying to get a free game at the clown mouth, I guess. <laughs> He's highly competitive. You should be really careful. You don't want to mess around with a girl who's got a roll of tape in her hand. I mean, that's true. You know? She could have really... She could have done some damage. She could have taped his buns together. To, ex- done all kinds of stuff All kinds tape. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, Dave, Davey Cowens, a much better dude. Yeah. Also wore number 18. Nice. And Bobby Labonte. Bobby Labonte. The NASCAR driver, Bobby Labonte. Oh, okay. Right? That's why I didn't know who he, he was. He was a big favorite in the Italian community. <laughs> Bobby Labonte, America's favorite. Because he went in, he went to the hillbilly territory and did okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? It wasn't just Formula One with that guy. He went into the hillbilly characteristics. I, I kind of like that Italian fella. <laughs> he can drive. <laughs> Ciao, Bella. Is what I say. 
<laughs> I might even eat lasagna after watching him drive around in a circle for four hours like that. You fry, but fry it up, though. Yeah, fry I mean, it. definitely fry it. <laughs> definitely fry that lasagna. Uh, moving on to my beloved association and yours. Yeah. I don't mean to say it's my own. That's okay. Uh, well, 122 players have worn the number 18. That's pathetic. It's Well, it's 18. Oh, it has like... Uh, it sounds like you're saying I'm 18. Like, you know what I mean? Like... It's juvenile almost. I you wasn't know what sure I mean? what I meant. It just—it doesn't seem like a highly sought-after cool. jersey number. It yeah. sounds juvenile. Ex- Eighteen, yeah. Eighteen, yeah. Like you're only just become an adult. Uh, yeah, I'm just barely a man. You know. Well, speaking of just barely a man, Matt Deli Deladova <laughs> wears eighteen. <laughs> I hate that guy. Yeah, he's not likable. Um, Marco Smelly Belly Bellinelli. Oh, now he's he's likeable. all over the teens. Yeah, that's right. He's worn like 13, 15, 18. He's all over the teens. I think it's. I think. <laughs> How do you think his belly got Argent- so smelly? Is he Italian? Where is he from? Or Argentina? Marco Bellinelli? <laughs> is he Italian? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Italiano Paisano? Is he Italian? I'm not sure. Hard to say. <laughs> okay all right yeah yeah so he's got that he's got that hot blood the passionate hot-blooded guy that's right so that's why why what he's all over the team i lost the thread <laughs> that's why he's all over the team that's so gross <laughs> i'm so sorry i said it like that <laughs> but you know if you were out in one of the villages you know they get yeah, they get married really young there you know so that's okay. <laughs> that's true yeah is he marrying a villager <laughs> a young lady villager uh, I, yeah, sure he did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Apollonia. Good he for you, young Marco. young lady named Apollonia. <laughs> they got married. It was a beautiful ceremony. Dyke Edelman. Whoa. Dyke Edelman. I don't know Dyke Edelman. Played for the Tri-Cities Blackhawks out, outside of Milwaukee <laughs> in 51 and 52. <laughs> Dyke Edelman. Wow. A storied career. Dyke Edelman. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't stop saying it. <laughs> Dyke Edelman. It's that's like the pseudonym that your gym teacher would come up with if you know she was able to get her way into the NBA, you know, like fool everybody and get drafted in the NBA. Right. No what the number twenty six pick, the San Antonio Spurs take Dyke Edelman. Dyke Edelman. Uh Ernie Pop Pop don't care what sex you are, if you're good at basketball, what gender you are, he's gonna draft you. You're saying it's the Right. It right. would have to be. It would have probably started the Spurs. Right. That's if right. If you're going to get that's right a lady ball player. That's right. Anywhere. Right. He's got lady coaches on his lady staff coaches. Stuff, yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. For sure. Fowley is that? Is am I right about that? I don't know. I think that's her name. Probably. Yeah. I hope. God, I should know it. Anyway, she. It's great. Yeah. What a great organization. And totally. What a great thing that they're doing. That's right. Um, Ernie the Grundle Grunfeld. <laughs> <laughs> more well we're going back 18. with these 18 well too. 18 yeah it's not prevalent these no, days I not like many that. guys uh here's a guy that gets you a little a little closer to contemporary <laughs> is timmy legs legler oh uh, sure you remember legs yeah of course sure. he went yeah. to school right here in philadelphia Drake's looking jumper on legs he did have right? a good jumper it's just clean looking yeah the same every time That's fundamentally right. sound he was terrific in college oh legs was God. a great college ball yeah, player really no was. doubt uh phil the mitch jackson Oh, no way. More 18. Wow. I call him the Mitch, as That's you know. That's right, yeah. Right? He went on to play Mitch to play and Murray Mitch and, brilliantly. Mitch and Murray, right? yeah. 
No, no. He didn't play Mitch and Murray. He played Mitch. No, sorry. He played Mitch in Mitch and Murray. That's right. They have a little the musical. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh boy. Oh, something just happened. Mitch and Murray the musical is a thing now that we talked about. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh Miles, I'm no Mason Plumley. Oh. Plumley. He's got the greatest like aristocratic white guy name. When they played together at Duke, I was always like, mm, Plumley. <laughs> That's brilliant. It's great. Never thought, of, never thought of it? No, I never thought of it. Dude, you got to try it's it. It's hilarious. Try it. Um, Plumley. Plumley. Would you please dunk this basketball for me? I say, Plumley, <laughs> jolly good rebound. Plumley. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh Miles God. and Mason. No, That's it. Miles no less, and Mason. Right? And Miles Plumley. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it is, uh, and it's it's only proper that they were like twin brothers. That, you know, that's anyway, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, well, I don't whatever. think they were twins. But oh, they, they were, were twins? just like Irish twins. Like they were a year and a half apart in age or whatever. Got, but you can see them like pretending to be each other to win <laughs> some girl. You know what I mean? The, the importance of being plumbly. Yeah, that's you know, true. for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I would. <laughs> they could be highly aristocratic comedy <laughs> fodder. Right. That's right. There's no doubt about <laughs> it. Some drawing room comedy. Absolutely. Together. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Plumley, Plumley, Plumley. <laughs> I say Plumley, <laughs> jolly good. I say Plumley. I wish you would have the consideration to develop a jump shot. Good lord! Now uh, they're effort guys. They're glue That's guys. Right. They yeah, don't they need. <laughs> they don't need uh, stats. That's they're true. effort guys. Yeah. Um, Sasha the machine Vujacic. I only mention oh. him because his nickname is actually the machine. Is that right? Yeah, I like it. Um, and then one of my favorites. One of my personal all-time favorite Cavaliers, John Hot Rod Williams. Oh yeah, War eighteen. Hot Rod, high flyer. Yeah, high top fade. Yeah, that's right. Like he had like a nine-inch <laughs> high top fade. The he box did. up there was beautiful. It was nice. Hot Rod Williams. Baby. Hot Rod and Hot fun. Rod. Yeah, there I a mean, better nickname. There's so many things fun about him. You can't even. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He was great. Yeah, it's true. That's awesome. And that brings us to the end of the numerology segment. All right. Which brings us to. I should let you do this. What? Well, we have. This is a big. This is a big day. This is a big moment. <laughs> this is a big segment and a big moment and a big day. Tell the people about it. <laughs> well, this is normally where we go, pasty doughy bastard. Yeah, and then nothing happens. And for episodes now, I've bemoaned <laughs> the lack of any sort of definitive marking of the pasty doughy bastard segment. Right. You have gifted me and the world. <laughs> Something to demark this occasion. That's right. We should listen to that. Okay. And there it is. I mean, first of all. Oh, thank you. That's just, that's applause worthy. Thank you. That's nice of you. I would wish you all to join me in a round of applause. <laughs> For PDB, <laughs> Pasty Doughy Bastard, the jingle. There you go. It's fantastic, buddy. And now you're stuck with it until, you uh, know, because it's going to be here uh, forever. Uh, not unlike Huey Lewis and the news, I am happy to be stuck with you. <laughs> I love that jingle okay. with all of my heart. Wow. Yeah. That's, this is, this is unusual. That it's I unprecedented. Get this sort of, sort of reaction <laughs> yeah. from no, a jingle. It's unprecedented. <laughs> I think it's the multi, multi-part harmonies that uh-huh. I can imagine you singing each one of and <laughs> it's sounding terrible. <laughs> isolated you know right but together it's uh, magic <laughs> you've made magic here buddy <laughs> pdb you know that whole bit right right you know and then 
and then let's we'll talk about the lyrics in a second. Okay. <laughs> he does make his mama cry. <laughs> right? You got to imagine. Right. Yeah. I know we're t- we're trying to couch this, but you got to imagine Mrs. Spacey is somewhere mortified. <laughs> right. Like exactly. every day, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How could he have em- embarrassed me? Makes like his this? mama cry. Right. Makes his mama cry. Right. And the fact that he's a bastard. You know what I mean? That and potentially... Pasty and Doughy. I mean, right. she raised him better than that. <laughs> she taught him nutrition. If you know Mrs. Spacey, <laughs> you know she's all about the organics. <laughs> and then look at her son. Yeah. She's crying partly because 14-year-old boys, but partly yes. because he let himself get a little pasty and doughy. <laughs> I mean, that's going to make a mama cry. Yeah. Right? And maybe one time she cried for because she was proud of him at one time. Yeah. Back in the day when it yeah. was all a was mystery. All we yeah. didn't know. That's right. What, what kind of evil lurked beneath the, That's right. the doughiness. Correct. Yeah. So it has multiple meanings. That's right. And then, if I may... Please. Uh, in a what can only be described as a WKRP in Cincinnati <laughs> octave drop. <laughs> at the You can't even do it vocally. <laughs> you just But you went for it anyway, which I love. Wait, what do you mean can't do it vocally? You, you didn't get there. Uh, well, I was completely showing off my my expansive vocal range <laughs> all the way from middle C. I think the listener will agree to you didn't D. you didn't you didn't get there. <laughs> you got close. You slid down into it, but you didn't get there. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did. I but think I, we're going to have to do a What what's the lyric there? Uh pasty doughy pasty guy. Doughy guy. <laughs> Okay, that's genius. <laughs> I do love that. Bastard and guy, both <laughs> applicable for sure. Right. Uh but pasty doughy guy. <laughs> I don't I don't think you got there. I think you got close. But I'm glad you picked up on my homage to WKRP. But the doy. I mean, it's right out there for the world to see. Right? That's up and down the dial. That's right. If I've ever heard it. <laughs> but can, I mean, I did a little nitpicky on my part. No, no. You please. didn't get there. <laughs> maybe hire a vocalist. Maybe you write it. Maybe someone good sings it. I don't know. I don't know how these things work. I'm not. I'm not in the jingle world. <laughs> but I do love this jingle. Oh, good. This I'm is as good it. as you've ever written. Wow. Okay. That's great. Where do you Where do you put this? If I no, can I get actor studio on you for a minute, where do you put this in your this is a good one, right? You yeah. feel real good about this one. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. It's fun. It's yeah. really great. It's really fun. Yeah. And, and I mean, what, what, the, what you've done with the harmonies alone <laughs> is... I like it's short. It's, it's high energy. It's poppy. It's poppy. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's... it's snappy. Uh, gets your toe a-tapping. Gets you in and out. Yeah. You know, I like the lyrics. It's very clear. It's very clear. What we're talking about here. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, Wait, is he a bastard only? Oh no, he's also a guy. Also a okay, guy, got right? it. We covered very, all the bases. Very there, clear. Right. Yeah, it's so, very clear. I, I love it. Yeah, you nailed it. One buddy. listen and you understand. It's just, I, you know, staggeringly good. <laughs> it's very good. Gracias. Uh, thank yeah. you. No, uh, but please my, okay. th- allow me to thank you. No, my pleasure. Yeah. Well, I'm, well, now we'll have that every every episode to enjoy. It's, it only gets better. That's right. It gets better. Good. Yeah. All right. Well, now that we're in the PDB, we are here firmly. Yes. And everybody knows it because, because they heard you try to sing the word "guy." <laughs> <laughs> 
and uh, and Grace is 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 we've we've got uh, sort of a continuation from what we had last week. This is also unprecedented in a way. Uh... What we have coming up is sort of a continuation of what we heard last week when Blake was interviewing potential. That's right. Uh, new managers. That's right. At Premier Properties. Yes. So apparently, so it's one of those scenes that go on, right? But right? the minute, but the minute breaks up where quote, the minute unquote, breaks up, ended, yeah, where it ends, yeah, and then that's right. it goes on. At the end of the last one, Blake said, "All right, let's see who else we got." That's right. So now we're going to see who else we got. I can't wait to hear it. All right. I see you're a Navy man, Mr. Quint. Captain. What's that? It's Captain Quint. Yeah, okay. What's this chalkboard for? You write the sales numbers up there, do you? That's right. Listen, Mitch and Murray are looking for someone like yourself to manage the sales force and maximize our uh, output. Uh, Hey, don't do that. What the fuck? You know me. Know how I earn a living. I don't, actually. That's why I'm interviewing you. I'll run this office for you. But it ain't going to be easy. Not like going down the pond chasing bluegills and tommy cocks. We got to do it quick. Get your business back on a paying basis. That's right. But it's not going to be pleasant. That's fine. I don't really give a shit. And it's not going to be cheap. I'll hire the salesman for three, but I'll train him and manage him for ten. Ten? Thousand? I don't think you understand the kind of money we're talking about here. You see this watch? You see this watch? Uh, sure, Chief. Hey, don't call me Chief. You know your way around an office, Quint? I'm not talking about pleasure boating or day sailing. I'm talking about working for a living. I'm talking about sharking. Because you're talking about... You're talking about what? You want to see a paper cut? No. I'll show you a paper cut. But I don't want to see a paper cut. Manila envelope. Eight and a half by eleven. We was delivering a contract. The Mr. and Mrs. Tanaka contract. And that envelope, she jumped right up and bit me right there, right on the fingertip, you know what I mean? Clean across and deep. The kind you don't feel at first, but then uh, you look down and your contract's soaking in blood. And you can't give it to the customer like that now, can you? All bloody like that. So you apply some direct pressure, try to stop the bleeding. But you know you're going to need another copy of that contract. So you... You go to the copier, and you get the papers all loaded in there. And then you hit that big green copy button. And that's when you feel it. Because you push that button with the same finger that has the paper cut. And then starts the wailing and the screaming. Well, one copy goes into the copy machine, two copies come out. May the 5th, 1992. But we delivered the contract. Okay. Well, listen, Quint, uh, thanks for coming in. I don't think this is gonna... We'll let you know. Farewell and adieu to your fair Spanish ladies. Uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll call Farewell you. Farewell and adieu to your ladies of Spain. All right, that's, uh, that's really good enough. For uh, we've <laughs> received orders for the sail back to Boston. Uh, do I need to show you the way to go home? Show me the way to go home. I'm tired right. and I want to go to bed. All right, all right. Asshole. I had a little drink all about right. now. Fuck, fuck the fuck off, okay? Get, would you hit the bricks, pal? Because you are going out. 
Wow. Crazy. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. That's crazy what's happening there. I don't understand. What is what is Grace doing? I don't know. She's <laughs> watching a lot of movies in her spare time for some reason. I don't or something. I don't know. Or yeah, just your constant references to that goddamn movie. Which have one? Corrupted her. Jowls. <laughs> But last week it was also Reservoir Dogs. Well, we've we've both bantered a bit about that, and we talked about it a lot in our 1992 movie review. That's right, we did as one of our top movies from yeah. that year. So this is really on us, <laughs> and and the bullshit we talk about. I guess that's true. Yeah, but she seems very familiar with the character of Quint from Jaws. Well, I mean you've you've definitely done your Quint on the podcast. Have before. I? Oh, really? for sure. Oh, okay, and I love Robert Shaw's performance in that movie. It's I know fantastic. you do. Oh my god! You know we wh- where have all the Bobby Shaws gone? Uh, we don't have Bobby Shaws anymore. No, we really don't. Well, who's a contemporary Bobby Shaw? Oh, that's a good question. There isn't one. Like, and what do you mean when you say Bobby Shaw? Like, what do you? What kind of a Bobby Shaw are we talking about? Like a drunk guy who just who's yeah, like brilliant, a, but shows up drunk and no haggard, one wants to work with him. And you yeah, what haggard, manly, <laughs> alpha <laughs> right, kind right. of fucking full of piss and vinegar guys yeah malcolm mcdowell kind of became kind of like that in his later years i can see that yeah that's not bad but he may have always been that true we just didn't know it but he became pretty cantankerous i think in his later years yeah that's a good way to say it yeah yeah but yeah robert shaw would just show up drunk you know on on jaws he was intolerable to work with from all reports that's what everybody says yeah (laughs) So, yeah, it's true. But he's so good. He's like, you know, he's one of those guys uh, who, and I don't like these people who are, who people perceive them as being super talented so that they forgive all this bad behavior because it's like, it's okay. Look yeah, how good he is. No, thanks. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's tons of good guys. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, all right. But yeah. I still love him. Nonetheless, I mean, I can't help it. Well, here we go. He's great in the Sting, also. Have you seen that? I have seen oh, him in the Sting. Terrific. Sure, yeah. sure. And Almost. he's in a Bond movie. Oh, is he really? Yeah, what Bond movie? Oh, I don't know. Some Bond movie. Is he the Bond villain? I'm not good at at Bond movies, but he's in one. Oh, well, you. And I don't think he's the villain. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't think so. Huh. But he's great. He's a terrific actor. But anyway, let's go to the top of this thing and see what happened. So at the beginning, we have uh, Blake sitting uh, at his desk reviewing Quint's CV. (laughs) Quint is sitting across from him. Now I know what a CV is, (laughs) but I'm afraid somebody in the audience might not. Curriculum vertae. There you go. Yeah. It's like your resume. It's like a resume. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I I thought that was common parlance. No, it definitely is. I'm not saying it isn't. Okay. But it's also resume. (laughs) I think people are more familiar with resume. Okay. Right? Resume. Yeah. Yeah. CV is sort of like a hoity-toity way to say resume. It's more of a compilation of your learning That's than true. it is your past job experience. That's true. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. yeah. It's like you, what you've studied. And, exactly. You know, it's, it's more of academic yeah. resume. Works in your field that were landmark right. t- kinds of things. I think scientists use a CV rather than a resume, that right. kind of thing. <laughs> Office <laughs> managers, though. <laughs> That's more of a resume, wouldn't <laughs> you say? Enough, fair <laughs> enough. I agree. I agree with you. All right, cool. That's fair. So, and Blake, they've been sitting there talking, and, and we're sort of meet, joining the conversation in in progress. And Blake is like, "So, I yeah, see he's just he's doing the small talk, looking over the <laughs> right the resume, CV. Yeah. So, I see you're a Navy man, Mister Quinn. Oh boy, right? Is there a worse question to ask this guy? 
<laughs> I don't know. Is there? How about you like baseball? I like anything. <laughs> fucking Navy man, you know, we know where that's going to head with a guy like Quint. Well, yeah, could right? could end up in a in a flashback of some sort. Exactly right. what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be a trigger subject for right. Him. It's a yeah. trigger. Yeah. <laughs> and Quint uh, uh, wants to be referred to as Captain yeah. and not Mister Quint. Sure. Fair enough. Well, yeah, he's a Navy man. That's right. Right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a captain. He earned he is, it. He's still a captain. He's earned That's right. it. That's right. You know, it's like in uh, in a few good men when when the judge is like, and you will refer to me as Judge or Your Honor. I'm right. quite sure I've earned. I'm it. quite certain I've earned. That's it. right. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. Who's that actor? That guy's great. He is great. I yeah. love him. All right. Well, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to sidetrack us. <laughs> I love that guy though. He is great. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Blake. Uh, is looking at the thing and, and Quint starts wandering around the office and he and he notices the chalkboard with the sales yeah, yeah. numbers written on it and yeah. he asks him about it. So what's this for you, right? The sales numbers <laughs> on it, do you? Right, right. <laughs> and uh and Blake is like, Yeah, that's right. Now listen, Mitch and Murray are looking for someone to run the office. And uh from over his shoulder he can't see it, but we see this hand with the fingernails go across the chalkboard. Yeah. And make this horrible racket. Terrible. It's a horrible noise. <laughs> it is a horrible it's noise. It's the worst. Nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. I mean, who whoever did that the first time, it was like... <laughs> but whoever did that the first time, I was like, ah, I've, I've found something. I have, like, I legit have a reaction just thinking about it. Like, yeah. thinking about the feeling of it. So the sound is like, it's not as... I think the sound evokes the feeling. Right. Like the side of a car door, same thing. Like, do you ever just run your nails up the side of a car oh, door? Oh, sure. It's the same, like, weird, squirmy feeling. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. What kind of weird vestigial primate thing is that? Yeah, but what person was the first one to go, oh, I need to get someone's attention. I know what I'll do. <laughs> it's I'll scratch my nails across this chalkboard because it's going to make a terrible sound and get everyone's attention. I guess they, they it has been used as a means to get attention, hasn't it? A long time. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah. what it is. I, do, I, I don't think of it in those terms. I think of oh. it as a mistake. Oh. Like people do it by accident and then everybody goes, oh my God. <laughs> I see. You yeah. know what I mean? That's or when how you're I've using chalk it. and somehow you push yeah, it, that makes too. that squeaky noise. That too, yeah. Exactly. And everyone's like, oh, oh boy. Yeah. Why'd yeah. you do that? Yeah. Flagging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It probably was an accident the first time. It might have been, right? Someone was and falling then, down and reaching, you know, trying right, to grab right. onto hold of something and just dug their nails in the chalkboard right. and screech. And the whole party just stopped and yeah, turned, right. turned at the looked. noise. Right. And somebody went, <laughs> Could maybe use that. Yeah, sound, that might right? be useful. Well, there you go. We got to the bottom of that one. <laughs> hey, hey, well done. Uh, and so uh, Blake is like, "Hey, stop, stop that! Don't do that! What yeah. the fuck? He's like, what the fuck, man? Come on! <laughs> Nobody likes that noise. You know it." <laughs> and of course, Quint does that in Jaws in uh, in in the scene where they're hiring, trying to find someone to go out and hunt the shark. That's right. And to get everyone's attention, does the nails on the chalkboard? Sure. For those who are uninitiated. Yeah. For those who are not Jaws fanatics. That's right. How could you not be? I mean, come on. Oh. What? Ooh, ooh. Ooh, you? <laughs> Me right here. Really? It's a, it's a okay, it's an okay summer film. Wow. You, I, you think it's better than that? I do. I think it's terrific. I don't know, man. Really? 
I'm serious. <laughs> I think without Dreyfus, I lose interest almost immediately. Really? Yeah. Only the only the infusion of Dreyfus gets me back on board with that film. Dreyfus is great. He's great. He is really. He's great. great, and he carries it for me. But I don't. I don't know. Without him, I don't know how I'd feel about really? Jaws. Yeah. I think Roy Scheider is terrific in it Shrey- too. He's great. I agree, but he's also very Roy Scheider. Yeah, very Roy Scheidery. Yeah, well, that's why you hire Roy Scheider. That's right. You're looking for somebody who can give you that Roy Scheider feeling. <laughs> it's true. I mean, it, he's at the top of the list for people like Roy Scheider that you're going to contact. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. top of the list. Totally. First call yeah. is to Scheider. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm so I'm a little surprised though that you're not a high the Jaws isn't higher up. Like for I you. get it's a good film I get that oh. I but I think I think more has been made of it than should have been. Perhaps yeah that's in my mind that's fair yeah is it I guess so yeah all right I mean uh, one of the things I like about it is how they overcame all these production problems to make a really good right. movie but that doesn't make a good movie that makes a great documentary about a movie. <laughs> 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 right <laughs> right but but in, in knowing that and watching the movie for makes sure. me enjoy it more for in sure a way yeah yeah know? and and for its time it was probably spectacular it was the first summer blockbuster not everything ages wonderfully and i don't True. think that does okay per se fair enough yeah i think it's full there's there's you know i think it's full of suspense that's why i enjoy about it it's even I, every time i watch it i still get all like tensed up you do really from the shark and all that's that stuff. awesome yeah well that's yeah. awesome and I think part of it is for me because of those fishing trips I talked about on the recent episode, too. <laughs> they're out there on that boat on the fishing trip. And that was me at like 12 years old out there when they're pulling the shark into the boat. And I'm like, oh, we're going to yeah, die. Yeah, you know, that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. So there you go. They once had a camp that I was working at. They played Jaws on a big screen while everybody was in the swimming hole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that made for some real creepy moments. Yeah. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so he scratches the chalkboard, and then he, he launches into this little diatribe. You know me, know how I earn a living. Yeah. And Blake is like, no, like no, uh, no, no. That's what we're doing here. That's <laughs> the meaning of all this. And Quinn says he'll run the office, uh, but it's not going to be easy. Not like going down the pond chasing blue gills and Tommy Cox. That's, that's the easy stuff. That is so easy. Obvi. I mean, yeah. <laughs> right? Come on. Yeah. They practically catch themselves. That's right. And we got to do it quick and get your business back on a paying basis. That's right. Which is interesting because, you know, they've, they've been out of a manager for a little while here and they have only one salesperson working there. Absolutely. So there is a little bit of pressure, I think, on Blake to make a hire and start getting this office reformed and, you know. Yeah. Making money again. Yeah. Because they ain't making any money. They right Obviously, there's no money coming in. Right. At this I mean, Ricky's just chasing Jim Link all around <laughs> the supermarket. Right and other places, probably at the risk of some actual sales. He exactly, could be making. He's yeah. all locked in on Jimmy. Though. That's right. Yeah, and no one else is, is working that, there. That's so. true. <laughs> true. It's, it's true. Mitch and Murray got to be fuming. Yeah. Ugh. Boy, oh boy. Um, and then Quint says uh, it's not going to be uh, pleasant. <laughs> to which Blake replies, "That's fine. I don't really give. I a don't shit. really give a shit." <laughs> yeah. Perfect. It is good. It's very Blake. I, yeah, it is very Blake. Yeah. He is, yeah. He's not there t- to hire somebody who's going to like make it easy for the yeah. salespeople. Numbers up for them. by any means That's necessary. Right. However That's right. you need to do it. That's right. Numbers up. That's right. <laughs> Numbers up. You think this is abuse? <laughs> you got suckers. You got, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Wait yeah. till you see who I'm going to hire next. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
And then Quinn says it's not going to be cheap. Now, see, that's a wrinkle. <laughs> but, I did not see that coming. But good news is <laughs> he doesn't really understand the value of a dollar. No, he sure doesn't. Because of all of his time at sea, I suppose. I guess, yeah. He says, I'll hire the salesman for three, but I'll train him and manage him for 10. And Blake is like, 10,000? <laughs> yeah. I don't think he, you understand the type of money we're talking about here. What do you think the position pays? We never really found out. Oh, that's a good question. What do you think it pays? Well, I think they, he probably gets a cut of the sales, right? To, to motivate him to motivate them. He gets a piece of the action. So Williamson was getting a chunk with every sale. He make you make money, we make money. You don't think that's just a salaried position to manage the office? No, because like like uh, he Moss does say, says, you make money, we make. You're we running make money, override. You make money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're running override. You make. It money, might be we make your money. favorite line in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> the I way you, like you say it with joy every time you say it. <laughs> And you look for ways to shoehorn it into every conversation. <laughs> override. <laughs> You're running override. I love that. <laughs> You're running override. I like what I like about it is that is Dave's like understanding of it is like weird. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, sure. Not, sure. Not like saying you get a piece of our action or right. like you're running override. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> it's, it's it's like upside down. It almost. must be an industry term of some kind. I guess we, so, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I do love it. You're running override. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Quint doesn't get that. No, but surely he I, he would get a piece because that's what keeps him motivated to motivate them. That's fair. More money they make, more money so he, he makes. Everybody, so it's like a pyramid. What scheme. goes to five percent goes to Williamson? Three percent? That's a good question. I don't know. And then is, does he get a shit salary because of that? Yeah, he gets a salary, but a shit one. So like, unless they perform well, he can't live well. Right. Right. Pretty much. So he gets a shit based salary. Yeah, I mean, better than the salesman would get for sure, unless they're well. Say, yeah, salesmen don't on, get. Yeah, they might. Unless they're completely. Yeah, on they the just get. Yeah, that's what which I they think. probably are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I think he does get some salary right for for running the office, and then he gets like this bonus. You're running over, right? <laughs> this bonus thing for motivating them to get more that's sales. Right. Yes. So yeah, I'd say five. Let's say five percent. And as a reminder, fifty bucks a lead <laughs> <laughs> when he can get it. And maybe I don't know forty grand. We're talking about nineteen ninety two money. It's no way it was forty grand. No, you don't think? No way. 30? The base salary? Yeah, yeah, twenty eight to thirty two at most. Okay. okay, at most. All right, but still three times what Quint is suggesting here for ten. That's right. So, so yeah, you're right. Quint's uh, it's coming he's in just low. Been out at sea. He's <laughs> low coming in low himself. to say <laughs> say the least. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and so to prove to him how much money he could potentially make blake shows him his watch like he's wont to do that's right and asks if he can see it i mean <laughs> one thing we know about blake is he's super proud of that watch <laughs> he loves that goddamn he loves thing. to show it to loves people it, yeah and ask them if they can see it or not yeah right yeah he just wants to make sure you ever know a guy like that i don't think i have i've known guys that wouldn't say it but they they're wearing those things gotcha to be seen in those things right i've known those guys sure sure but i no one's ever been like you see this watch <laughs> <laughs> no i haven't run into that either <laughs> right yeah and how do you know what i paid for my car jackass <laughs> shut the fuck up man <laughs> uh and so uh blake is like well you know you don't understand money. Do you, do you know anything about running an office, Mr. Navy guy? Right. It suddenly is a red flag 
exactly. Blake. Yeah, like, whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa. Who am I talking to here? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, Quint says it's he's not talking about pleasure boating or day sailing. <laughs> he's talking about working for a living. He's talking about sharking. Yeah. They're talking about two different things. <laughs> Very clearly, sharking in a way sounds like what like what Blake salesman does. Yeah, it salesman-y. does. No, you're right. You're yeah. right. It's definitely sharking. Yeah, there's some sharking involved. Do you ever see Swimming with the Sharks? Yes, that with Kevin film? Spacey. Right? That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. it's, it's uh, along this line. It it's is cutthroat. It, I, it was very reminiscent. Sharks he was always looking for food. Yeah, always yeah, yeah. looking for prey. Yeah, it's it's a decent movie. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it got a lot of comparisons to Glengarry. It I did. It came out uh, shortly after Glengarry, as I recall. And yeah, it was very similar. Standing on the shoulders. That's right. Of Glengarry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, um, so Blake is confused now. So he's asking, he's like, so you're talking about, you're talking about what? You're talking about what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He loves that phrase. <laughs> He'll throw it out there. And what's not to love? I, I mean, mean, come sure. on. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. Uh, and then Quint asked him... You're talking about what? <laughs> much like the watch. So dismissive. Quint has something he's proud of that he wants to show <laughs> off. And that's this paper cut he's got on his finger. Yeah. So he like holds up his finger. You want to see a paper cut. Right. And Blake, Blake says... does not want to see a paper cut. No. <laughs> like, what a dumb question. <laughs> but Quint is uh, determined... I'll, I'll show you. I'll paper. show you a paper like, cut. It doesn't matter what Blake <laughs> wants right. or cared about. That's right. Well, yeah. didn't matter. <laughs> He was moving on with that story no That's matter what. Right. And then he launches into this bizarre monologue. Yeah. Uh, about getting a paper cut from an eight and a half by 11 manila envelope. Yeah. Because he was delivering a contract to Mr. and Mrs. Tanaka. And I uh, mean, it, it's a deep dive. <laughs> it's what you would call a deep dive. And Blake dive. is getting more and more frustrated throughout. You <laughs> can right. just see him like he's shifting his weight and tapping his foot. He like, can't believe he's even listening to That's it. Right. It's crazy. <laughs> And then to, but it's such a banana story that you almost can't check out of <laughs> that's it. That's right. It's you like, a, like it's like a you train wreck. See where it winds up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. And it's it's almost it's almost Roma-ish. Like it's almost like it starts, you know, way out at train compartments, and we're waiting to see how it gets back to what we're actually fucking talking about here. That's you right. Know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and <laughs> so midway through the story, yeah. For some reason, we start to hear like he's having a flashback. So we hear this like water noise, and we hear the, the yeah. seagulls. It really gets we, it takes us there and that kind of stuff. Yeah, which is which, weird. It is weird. He's not talking about a a memory that would even have happened at the beach or near the ocean. <laughs> so it's a weird. He was indoors making so, copies. So Grace got something going on there. She got some <laughs> wires crossed there. <laughs> what I thought was really weird was for a minute there, I thought Blake looked around like he could hear it. Like he could hear it. Yeah. 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 Like, are you guys hearing that? <laughs> right, exactly. <yeah. laughs> you guys hearing what I'm Did hearing? start raining again. That's weird. That's <laughs> no, that was definitely a gull. Definitely. That's a fucking seagull. <laughs> right? This guy's, this guy's so crazy. I'm hearing his hallucinations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah anyway it's weird. <laughs> it was weird it was weird grace i don't we got to check on grace <laughs> maybe we run a defrag <laughs> maybe we restart we haven't restarted her <laughs> no, we let should. her reboot we should you we know should what i mean turn her off turn her back, turn on, back again. on again <laughs> see what happens yeah we should take the cartridge out and blow in it <laughs> and then mash it back in there That's real hard like we're angry because it just froze <laughs> That's what we should do. We, we'll do that after this episode. Right, we'll, we'll say do a little maintenance. Great. great. I think she needs it. <laughs> Something going on with that sound cue. 
<laughs> but it, you know, in the end, he was able to deliver the contract. That's right. Which he so, thinks makes him seem like an exemplary manager right. type. Yeah, he solved the problem. He had a bloody contract. That's right. He made some copies of it. I did what I had to do. Yeah, he, he, he fought through the pain. Fucked up finger and all. That's right. That's right. Fought through the pain and That's he right. did what he had to do to That's get right. the, the contract delivered. I mean, come on. It's a harrowing story. I mean, at the end of the day, what's the bottom line? Getting the contract to the bank. That's right. Right? That's absolutely right. Blake, however, just thinks he's an old drunken asshole. <laughs> Right? He does. And he's like, okay, well, uh, <laughs> thanks for coming in. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he's so dismissive. Well, wouldn't you be <laughs> if you were looking for an office manager and that's the story you got? I guess so. Yeah. But he has to tread carefully here because this guy is clearly insane. He's unstable. Yeah. you yeah. got to be careful. You yeah. can't just like say, okay, get out. You can't. you got to no. be tactful. I'm done least. with you, you crazy old coot. Right. you got to try to get him out professionally. That's right. Yeah. Because who knows what he's got in his, you know, pockets or, you know, whatever. Right. He's probably got some sort of knife he uses to fillet fish in there or something, you know? Oh, for sure. There's some weapons on Quint right now. Yeah. There's no doubt. Yeah. Harpoon gun, maybe. Harpoon gun. Up his sleeve. Or just a harpoon. Right. Some, for stabbing. Yeah, something. You yeah, know? stabbing. <laughs> Stabby-poon. A gaff. What do they call those things? The big hook. That yeah. They, gaffer's pole. Gaffer's hook. called a gaff yeah. hook? Yeah. Uh-huh. Something like that. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. We use those in the theater. Do you really? Absolutely. For what? We borrow all the rigging stuff from the boats. True. Every every single goddamn thing started on a boat. So what do you use a gaff hook for? G- grabbing line sets. Oh. Moving ropes from one line set to another. Oh. Breasting a line downstage of an electric that has to go around it. Or sure. Whatever. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, nice. Do you know breasting is that? That's not I'm not talking over your head. Yeah, you are. Breasting would mean to sort of swing it upstage and or downstage out of an obstruction. You would ah. use a gaffer's pole to do that. Okay. Yeah. Breasting. Breasting. I a like the set. term. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All the time with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay. So he's trying to get him out. And then Quint gets, launches into this song. He starts singing. He gets that it's a goodbye. <laughs> right. <So> he <laughs> but he doesn't get much more than that. No. He's not leaving. <laughs> he's, he's really just singing. His, his own man. <laughs> right. He really is. <laughs> yeah, like he's he knows something about goodbyes. He knows the song. That's right. And but you don't give orders to a captain. I mean, that's not how it that's works. That's true. He leaves when he goddamn well wants <laughs> that's to. That's right. Yeah. yeah, he's in charge. You're, you're right boat. about that. You're right about that. So he just starts singing this song, I guess to maybe drown out Blake trying to get rid of him maybe. or what, I don't know. Right. You know. Yeah. Not and, unlike when Quint sings this song in the in the Jaws movie. That's right. When they're when they're racing away from the shark towards the towards the the final confrontation. That's they're, right. They're trying to get the shark to go into shore. That's right. And he overdoes the engine and kills the boat. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and he sings that song in sort of a manic kind of evil way. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Eschewing the moment. That's right. And Dreyfus is Almost. particularly good in that moment too, by the way. I mean, that guy saved that movie. <laughs> Dreyfus saved Jaws. He's terrific. I'm out on a limb here. I get it. But <laughs> I think Dreyfus saves Jaws. No, I think he's fantastic. He is great. All right. So he keeps singing. Blake is trying to get him out. And then so Blake is like, look, do I have to show you the way to go home? Yeah. Which was a mistake. It's a weird, <laughs> it's a weird bit of phrasing there from Blake. <laughs> it seems to be setting something up. Or, I don't know. I can't quite tell. <laughs> 
<laughs> Which unfortunately kicks kicks you know in yeah, in Quinn's mind exactly. kicks him into a totally different song. A whole different song. Show me the way to go home. Yeah. <laughs> Tired and I want to go to bed. Right this way, buddy. <laughs> out of my hair. <laughs> and then Blake has to get all yeah, has tough to draw, guy and handsy him with him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Throw him out, slam the door. That's right. And but you know, Blake, he even when he's done, he's like, oh, I had to touch him. <laughs> like he just has a weird like Wipes yeah. his hands, kind of. Oh, well, like. yeah, for sure. I mean, that guy's so fishy smelling. Yeah. You know I mean, like, <laughs> as soon as he walked in the office, Blake was like, "Ugh, what the hell?" <laughs> smells like dead salmon in here. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know how people get like that? They get fishy smell when they're hanging around fish like that. Oh yeah, fishy, fishy smell is permeative. That's right. Right. It It'll is. get in you. It It'll will. get in you and on you and through you. <laughs> There's a, I had some neighbors that were very fishy, and I'm like, God damn it now. It's like the force. <laughs> it runs through you and in you and oh, binds the universe together. Not unlike a Tudor. <laughs> it's in us. It's what moves us. It's all around us. <laughs> <laughs> Not unlike a tuna. <laughs> the force is very fishy. It is. Especially in those prequels. Ooh, it f- got really fishy <laughs> there oh, for yeah. a second. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at you, midichlorians. <laughs> so when he walked in the room, Blake was like, ooh, the ooh, force is strong the with this uh, one. Is that Bill Weingartner? <laughs> <laughs> well, there it is. And there, there ended the minute. That's right. We did. That's Here endeth the minute. There endeth the minute. Yep. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. <laughs> it was great. I have to ask this, even though nobody cares anymore. <laughs> I, thought we were, I thought we retired this are we, Have we retired a segment <laughs> with such a great jingle? <laughs> That's insane to me. We talked about. I would never have agreed it. to that. <laughs> Check the tape. Where's Troy? Really? Are you saying I agreed to? I think you suggested do it, away with this altogether. Yeah. Well, I am because a it was like it was becoming a downer because every week we would say how much David Mamet would hate what we were doing. But the jingle. <laughs> what about what if we just go out on the jingle? I've become very pro jingle. <laughs> It we could go out on the jingle. Like we just we just wrap it up somehow and then we just like play the jingle. And then as and if it, we're all wondering yeah. what he might think about. That's right. And then people can decide for themselves. Yeah, I don't hate that. <laughs> not bad. Thank you. That's not bad. Thank you. All right. All right, cool. It's it's a little different. It's a little twist, a it's fun a little twist. Di- we'll try it once, see how yeah, it goes. See how see what people think. Yeah. Okay. All right. And uh, you, do you have any other tidbits you want to I don't think I do, buddy. To? All right. Yeah. Cool. Well, in that case, let's let's just try this new thing. And yeah, go this out was fun. Show. It was fun. It was really fun. It was. I enjoyed it. All right, and I feel I feel good. Till next time. All right. Bye. Bye bye. What would David Mamet think? What 